welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first time, welcome. And if you are a repeat listener, welcome back. I'm so excited that you guys just keep continuing to tune in and listen. I really appreciate it. And if you haven't taken the time out to leave a review and you've listened to some episodes, you've learned some things, go ahead and do that for me. I really appreciate it. It helps other single moms find the podcast as well. And not just single moms, but single black moms, okay? Because we definitely um, need the information and need to know that we're not alone out here. If you missed the last series, we talked about traveling. So if you're interested in traveling as a single mom, go back and catch those. You don't want to miss those. So this time around, we're going to be talking about building, banking, and branding. So if you are a mompreneur or an aspiring mompreneur, this series is for you. So be sure to stay tuned and subscribe if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down talking with Terry Timmons, who built her confidence as a single mom. And she's going to tell you how and how she developed her business. So you get to listen in on our conversation and learn about the Single Moms University. So stay tuned. Hi, Terry. Welcome to Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I'm so excited that you have the opportunity to sit down with me and talk about you and how we can actually build our confidence as single moms. How are you today? I am great. How are you, Kim? I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I am well. Yes. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. So a little bit about me, um, (laughs) I'm so not a bragger, but a little bit about myself. My name is Terry. Um, I am the, a a single mom of three daughters, ages 13, 10, and four. I am a blogger, author, podcast host, entrepreneur, and all around badass, honestly. Wow, I love it. Yes. (laughs) I am also the creator of, um, as I stated, the Girl Brief podcast, a podcast for um, single mothers and a female, uh, a panel discussion on womanhood and business, excuse me. And I am also the founder and creative behind the Single Moms University. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. You have a lot of things going on, Terry. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love them all. Um, I have a special place in my soul for single mothers. And I don't know if it's it's solely because I am one or if it's it's just something about me that just wants to fight for them. And so I I had to create something that was geared and tailored towards them and once I did that everything else around it just kind of came started to fall into place I wanted the single moms university to be um not just a brand but a movement an organization where single moms could come and better themselves through you know personal education um building profitable 
income streams, you know, picking up on motherhood tips and, and developing confidence and that sort of thing. So I wanted to house all those things into one. And so the Single Moms University is what became of it and everything else is kind of fell in behind it. Awesome. I really think that that's amazing. I was like, this idea is brilliant. Like, there are so many moms out there who um, need the encouragement. They need the support, the knowledge, just, you know, to know how to yes. create those uh, profitable income streams. Um, so yes. many times I think that uh, we don't do things because we don't know. But then also we don't know to actually go out there and, you know, just educate ourselves, right? So right, we're like right. that driving force that encourages them to kind of like, you know, do it. Yes, yes. I'm saying to myself, you know, why are we sitting here waiting? You know, I was that mom that was just kind of sitting here and sitting on the sidelines and just kind of looking out at everybody else and just felt like everybody else just, you know, they knew what they were supposed to be doing. They had it going on. They knew what direction they were going in. And and at one point, I was, the, you know, the mom sitting on the sideline, pitying myself um, and just feeling like, you know, unmotivated, uninspired, um, just beaten, you know, defeated. and. I just, you know, one day it was just like, okay, you get to the point where you just, you're tired of being tired and you have to do something. And, and that one move creates many more movements behind it. Wow. So Terry, how long have you actually been a single mom, if you don't mind me asking? I have been, my oldest daughter is 13, so about 13 years. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yes. <laughs> so you've been in the game for a while. <laughs> like, I've been in the game for a while. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So for me, um, you know, I created this whole platform um, to specifically reach millennials like myself, um, because when I when I became a single mom or even just like during my pregnancy, I guess I, I really wouldn't define myself as a single mom back then, but it's like, who defines a single mom, you know? Um, right, right. But back then I really felt like misunderstood and I didn't really have anybody to go to and I didn't even know. Um, it's crazy. And you may think I'm silly, but I didn't <laughs> no. know this whole like single mom community existed and it's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I didn't actually know that <laughs> until I actually created this whole platform and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is amazing. You know, it but, is. It's wide open. It's wide open. Yes, I never knew. I was just telling my friend the other day. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I never knew all of these things existed. But anyways, yes. uh, nonetheless, <laughs> we're talking about you. And so um, I understand that you went through like several businesses until you found the one uh, for you. I know you said that, you know, it took you some time. You were like uninspired. But then um, you got that drive to just push through and do something so what was that like you know you got the courage you you pushed through you started your first business and then that didn't really work out or you weren't really satisfied and then you went on to something else and something else until you found that one you know that you actually loved I guess tell me a little bit about right. that and you know what that transition was like for you okay so it it has been many years over where I have, you know, tried and tried, failed, tried, failed, tried, failed, tried um, by my own standards. Um, I started out with just a movement. I wanted, you know, a movement. I wanted something to call my own, but I wanted it to be still for us, 
And I think that in the beginning, um, the first, the, the name of the movement was actually Match My Strong. And for a lot of people um, coming to me um, regarding that movement, it wasn't as direct and, and relatable as I hoped it would be. Um, I, I had to explain it, you know, a lot because people were like, you know, well, what is that's my song? And for me, it was, you know, it, it came at a time where there was so much going wrong in my life as far as the relationships that I was, I was having with men and women. Um, the, the way I felt, I saw myself, the way I felt about myself, all of those things, you know, all of those things were off and dissatisfying. So when I turned 30 and I had my four-year-old at the time, I was pregnant with my four-year-old at the time. And when I turned 30, there was just this thing um, about me where I just felt like, okay, that's enough. You know, it's enough of making ill-fated choices. It's enough of, you know, um, tolerating the foolishness and, you know, uh, keeping people around who, you know, I'm not benefiting from, who are not benefiting from me. It's just enough of everything. And so I created the Match My Strong movement because my strong would symbolize, you know, love or confidence or income, you know, my, Match My Strong love. If you were, if you're not bringing what I'm bringing to the table, then me and you cannot do business. Me and you cannot cohabitate in the same, uh, in the same space. And that's what it was about. But I think for including myself, I think somewhere along the line, I kind of got off track with thinking that it was supposed to be like everyone else's. And I lost a little bit of the confidence that I did have when I did develop it. And, and it didn't pan out to be what I hoped it would be. So instead of uh, discarding it, because I really wanted to, I really wanted it to work. So instead of discarding it, I just changed it. And from Match My Strong, I went to Work It Mother, W-E-R-K, Work It Mother. And Work It Mother was to highlight women in the single mom community who failed or who chose entrepreneurship. It was, it was a movement that was highlighting those women um, for that specific reason alone. And it was basically to say, look, you know, they did it. So can you, if this is what you want, this is how you need to do it. This is how you can do it. You can do it. You know, she did it. This is how she did it. And so even with that, and I'll, I'll call it, I'll call it a brand <laughs> then. Um, but even with work, even with work at mother, I felt closed in and I felt like it was just too the same as everyone else's, you know, idea of an, a, a um, empowerment platform for single mothers. And I didn't want to fall into the, you know, brown, the paperback model. I didn't want it to look like everybody else's. I didn't want it to sound like everybody else's. And I felt like I was kind of going down that road. So again, I made another change. This time, um, and it was a lot of paperwork in between, <laughs> this time I went with the turquoise effect. And the turquoise effect was assuming the same as work at mother. It was all um, meaning the same. It was all 
the the idea behind it was the same. The motivation behind it was the same. The goal behind it was the same. The only thing this time that I was changing was the name. But again, and um, that's where I got I got kind of you know I really had to take some time and fall back. And this time I had to take a few months and fall back because even with the turquoise effect, even as I started to build traction behind my business, behind my work, behind the information that I was providing, I think for some, they were still getting a little bit confused. You you didn't go to the turquoise effect and feel like it was a, a platform or a community or a business for single mothers. And, and that's what I wanted to accomplish. And I didn't feel like I was accomplishing that. So again, I had to make another change. And this time I had to take a few months and I had to, to fall back a little bit for about three, four months and, and really think about what I wanted to do, what I wanted to accomplish, the goal behind it, and just go back from to the beginning to, to you know, the way I felt wanting to birth this idea. What made me want to birth this idea? And I had to go back to a time where I just, I felt, again, defeated. I felt misunderstood. I felt broken and broke. And, and that was the motivation that I used to come back and rebrand and recreate what is now known as the Single Moms University. And so it took me, it took me, you know, about three years to actually get to this point. And now I'm waking up every day and I'm, I, I can't believe that I didn't know this three years ago. But again, you know, it takes time. It takes yes. growing. It takes mistakes. It takes failures, you know, to get to your point. And for me, I had to practice a lot of patience. I had to, you know, trust in my faith. And I just kind of had to ride it, ride it out, you know, and go with it. Even if I didn't feel like it was just right or if it, if it was good enough or if it was perfect, I still had to put it out there. I still had to show up for my community. Right. And so I kept doing that. Even in the, the three or four months that I took, you know, time back to reexamine and, and to rebuild, um, I still showed up in some way, shape, or form for my audience, for my community, because I didn't want them to feel left. I didn't want them to feel, you know, left out or just abandoned. So once I did that and came back, I now wake up and I can't wait to get to work on the Single Moms University. I can't wait to to speak about it, to talk about it, to share it, to to update it, to log into it. I just, it's just one of those things that just, you know you're supposed to be here. This right. is where you know you're supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> and it took three, about three and a half years for me to get here. And now I'm to the place where I'm like, I, I'm I'm supposed to be here without a shower without. Wow, I'm definitely that's supposed to be here. <laughs> so I have a question though. Um, you mentioned that, you know, there were times when you felt like defeated, you know? And so yeah. um, in those times, how do you think that you were able to um, build your confidence? You know, like you feel defeated and, you know, so that to me, like that kind of equates to not really having a lot of confidence. You know, if you allow yourself to feel right, defeated, right. then you probably don't have that much confidence. So how did you build that up, you know, at, at your lowest points? Yes. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's, 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 one of those things where you kind of have to withdraw 
for a little bit, even if that means for from people, from, you know, your environment, from your relationships, from even from yourself, you know, from who you believe yourself to be all the time and just step back and, and make sure that, you know, this is who you are. Um, and if not, what changes do you need to make in order for you to get to who you need to be for you, not for anybody else, but for you. And so developing your confidence takes some, it ta- it's, it's tough because it takes you asking yourself some real hard questions and also answering with some real hard, honest questions. And it's different when you're talking to people and you're asking them because a lot of times people don't want to be as truthful with you. Um, and so they're not gonna they're not gonna give you, you know, the exact answer or the right answer. It's gonna be a great answer, but they're not gonna wanna be as honest as you you hope they would. Um, so you have to dig deep within you and say, okay. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want it to feel like? What do you want to feel like? What do you like? What don't you love? You know, what do you need to remove? And some of those things are going to break your heart. It is. Some of those things, some of the answers to those questions are going to break your heart and it's going to hurt your feelings. But it's about getting to a space mentally um, and emotionally to where you can depend on you and you can trust you. And you know that whatever choices you have to make for you, they're in the best interest of you. And so when you get to that point, then you're able to say, okay, I need to, okay, she may, you know, maybe it's a friend or a colleague or an associate. Okay. She's just, you know, we laugh together, but she's really not, she's really not helping me to grow. She's really not helping me to expand. Neither am I for her. So, you know, we may have to part ways, you know, we, we can, you know, we can still maybe do lunch or so, but as far as me spending 85% of my time with her, I'm not going to be able to do that any longer, you know, and, and, and if you feel the need, you can go to these people and you can let them know, hey, you know, I'm growing in this direction. I appreciate everything that we've accomplished together, everything that we've done for each other. And I'm not saying I want it to end. I'm not saying it has to end, but I'm, but I am saying that it has to change. Um, I'm not happy with it. I'm not content with it. And if I'm not happy with it and content with it, then I know you can't be either because that means that I'm not giving you my best if I'm not happy with it. So developing your confidence is all about, um, going back within you and finding what makes you happy, what makes you healthy, what makes you whole, what makes you a functioning woman. And it can't be those things that people have have tried to put on you, you know, maybe, you know, the titles, you know, you have to kind of strip yourself of those titles just for a minute, you know, just lay them down for a minute and just to make sure that that is who you are. And if you're not, you know, don't be afraid to move them, you know, don't be afraid to move things out of your life. Don't be afraid to move people out of your life. Don't be afraid to grow, you know, and allow yourself that room to grow. Give yourself that permission to grow. You're praying for that permission. You're, you're, you're hoping for that strength. And once you get it, snatch it, snatch it and run with it, you know? Um, And so for me, it just, it took a lot of falling back from mainly from unhealthy relationships, unhealthy relationships that I had with women and men, 
um, it took me realizing and and realizing brand new things about myself and getting to know myself all over again. You know, I did not know how much I love to read and research until I actually sat with myself maybe six or seven years ago. Um, until I actually sat with myself and I realized, you know, even with my, you know, always getting a new book, always going to the bookstore, always going to get a new magazine. And I never realized that I loved it as much as I did until I actually sat with myself and said, you know, I really love, like, I love, like, oh, I love this. You know, this makes my day. Reading, you know, the rain, you know, all those things. So it just, it just goes back to learning yourself again or learning yourself for the first time. Um, and it all so speaks to believing in yourself and, and standing on that, not allowing anyone to come in and say, hey, no, I don't think you should this, I don't think you are this, and, and you know, allowing that to detour you. You can't let what others have to say about you detour you. I am a single mother, first of all. I'm a black single mother, so. <laughs> um, and I have been for- <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I have been for years on years on years. And so I have experienced um, times where people have said the worst things, you know, the the worst things to me and done the worst things to me. But I I had to decide whether or not I was going to allow that to define me or I was going to let that rebuild me and I chose to let it rebuild me everything that they were saying about me was something that I took back within myself and I said okay no this is not who I am that's not who I am let me figure it out so that I can decide who I am for me and I don't have to buy into you know what everybody else wants to call me or wants to refer to me as yeah I'm a single mom and I'm embracing it like I'm this is where I'm supposed to be right now this is just where I'm supposed to be right now and I'm okay with that so, you know, developing your confidence, it, it takes time, it takes courage, it takes a whole lot of courage and a whole lot of strength and a whole lot of belief in yourself, because if not, then you're going to be okay with the way, you know, people think you're supposed to be, the 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 space that people think you're supposed to be in, and there won't be any forward movement. So you're definitely going to need to, to fall back and, and rebuild your confidence in order for you to, to get ahead. Okay, that's really good. I like that. So mainly, you know, just rebuilding that confidence takes courage, strength, and, um, you know, I guess just doing the inner work, right? So you really have yes, to take time, yes. like you said, and just ask yourself those questions. Um, and I also think that, too, um, it's about how we think, right? So it's like, right. you think that, you know, you're not good enough, or if you think that you can't do it, then you're probably not going to be able to do it. Or right, you're probably right. not going to feel no more than what you right. say you are. So I think right. that... And you also... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and you also want to lose the comparison syndrome because uh, that yes. that hinders you, okay, on top of everything else, comparing yourself and your life and your choices to someone else's or to someone, you know, on TV or what have you is not good for you either. Um, that just makes you, you know, underappreciate the person that you are, the, the, the 
the ways that you've worked to get to the place that you are, you know, and everything that you've made, you know, everything that you created, every choice that you've made. Um, it's not giving you, it's, you're not giving yourself any credit when you are comparing yourself to other people and you're looking at other people and saying, you know what, she look like, she's just so much better than me, you know. And, you know, nine times out of ten, the people that we're comparing with ourselves to, if we took time to get to know these people, these people are just like us, okay? They are just like us. We are yes. in this space together. <laughs> yes. We are all in this space together, okay? There is no no competing. There is no running of any races. There's no, you know, oh, I got to get to this timeline before she does. There's none of that. You have to get to the point to where you're confident enough to stand on you and stand on your truth okay right and when you're able to do that yeah when you're able to do that then you can move forward and then you won't view who she is or what she's accomplished as what's the word intimidation yes it'll be motivation it'll inspire you and it'll you know it'll cause you to even probably establish a relationship with her you know if you gave her a chance you know so you definitely have to lose the comparison syndrome and and like you said, you definitely have to um, strengthen yourself mentally because what you think you are, that's just, yes, that's those, just it. what you think you are. <laughs> right. Like if you they feel, all have power. Yes. Yes. If I feel defeated, then I'm defeated. If I feel tired, if I feel alone, then guess where I am? I'm tired and I'm alone. And there are days, even still to this day, where I have to catch myself because sometimes, you know, you're human. So sometimes you wake up and, you know, yeah, things happen and you're like, oh, God, this is just so. And you just have to catch yourself and you just have to rewire and go back. Right. (laughs) And take it back. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Yes, but I have a question. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so I was going to go back because I know somebody's going to ask this question. So, during the process of developing these businesses, right, um, or mm-hmm. movements, uh, what have you, uh, were you working at this time or were you just solely like just out here committed to um, living this entrepreneurial life? Right. I was totally committed to living this entrepreneurial life. I was not working. I did not have any income coming in. The only income that I did have coming in was unemployment. Um, and that cut off within three, four months into entrepreneurship. Um, so that was it. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, I, I took what I, what I could from that and I used that. I did not work. I have not worked since 2010, 2010, I was a working as a family law paralegal and I was laid off. And after I was laid off, I just, I, I made the decision that from that point on, no one was going to dictate my time, my money, and the time that I had to spend with my children, those three things. And so I knew that in order for me to have that life, I was going to have to work for myself because nobody is going to put up with you telling them, you know, when you're going to come in, you know, what you're going to make on their job and when you're going to spend time with their children, you know, on their clock. So I knew then that... um, I knew then that I was going to have to end up working for myself. And on top of that, um, I had three, I had, at the time, I only had two daughters. But I had a daughter that was going to elementary school, and then I still had a daughter that was in um, daycare. And so 
the hours weren't working with me um and just a whole lot of different things kind of you know as far as lifestyle got in the in the you know started to happen life started to happen and um it just it was one of those things where it was like okay yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely jumping into this head on um my dad passed in june uh, may excuse me of 2011 and so that was another inspiration that was another um motivation you know to keep going and to 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 really get out there because now i don't have this you know there's a piece of this support system back here that's missing and so now i really have to step it up i really have to because you know something something's going now there's there's less of something and so i have to work now to get that back so yeah i was totally out here about this entrepreneurial life and i was like yeah i'm just gonna have to make this work you know um and so i took I had $200. I had $193 when I started. And so many people think that it takes so much money. I cannot tell you how many times I get the question of how much money did it take for you to start your business or how much money did you need, yes. you know, how much oh your God. startup cost? And it was like, girl, like it was very low. Okay. I had $193. And with that $193, I bought my domain the hosting um company that I am with I bought my domain and I negotiated <laughs> with them for as little as $10 a month okay I could not afford to commit to a a platform that was um um wanting to tax my bank account for 100 and something dollars a month or a year even at that time yeah that's crazy and so oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, and so I, I negotiated I with them. Wow. Yeah, and so I negotiated with them for you know ten dollars a month. Ten, I believe it was ten ninety nine a month for my domain. And with this, you could get unlimited domains. And so, so this like, is like okay, with your domain perfect. and hosting combined. So basically, what it's right. like to run your website. Right. Okay. 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 That makes and sense. so because <laughs> I was like, it's like ten. Yeah, it was like, and so many people think that, you know, that that's a fear. It's just a fear. And it goes back to, you know, money and, and fear, you know, in the same sentence. But it was a fear. And, and until you know, it's just some, one of those things that you're just fearful of. And it's also one of those things that you really almost don't even want to know the answer to because you probably know it's going to be something that you're not going to be able to do, but it's so doable. I had $193 and with that, I bought my domain name. I set up my email address. I bought business cards. Um, I bought, paid for flyers and I posted flyers. I did whatever I needed to do. And I also utilized the hell out of social media because social media is free, you know? And so, you know, and it's one of those things where it's helping you to um, promote yourself and, and the things that you, you're trying to, start or create for free yes so and then you're able to reach people that are not even <laughs> right. in the area like that you would right. totally not even have access to okay so um that was how i got started you know i i i used half of an unemployment check that i had left and it was my second to my last unemployment check and I said, I'm going to take this $193 and I'm going to start my business from this $193. And I did. And one business 
I started um, I started consultations and I started I was um, I got to the point to where I actually was doing consultations for free. And in exchange for doing it for free, I'd ask for a testimonial, you know, after maybe three weeks of us putting their plan to work um, and things like that. And I asked for a testimonial based on the service that I provide, based on the information that I gave, based on the work and the plan that we developed together um, and your results. And so I used that and using those testimonials allowed me to later on charge for consultations. And so I started to use that money to put back into my business and I started to launch other businesses. I launched um, my podcast, for instance, um, just last year, I believe, last summer of 2017. Um, I launched the Positive Effects of Leading Women, uh, which started out as a panel event um, tour. And I launched that in October of 2016. And so it all just goes back to just saying, okay, discipline, first of all, discipline, because um, discipline and not being afraid. I'll say that because if you want to do it, then you'll find a way to do it. And and that's where your discipline steps in. And then not being afraid to do it, it's like, okay, I was one of those people where I was broken um, mentally, financially, and I was just, I was so scared of using money that I didn't know if I was going to get back. You know, I couldn't afford, so I had two children at the time. I couldn't afford to just give money up and not, you know, get it back, not get a, a return on it. But if you want it, then you pay for it. And so that's what I did. I stepped out on faith and it has rewarded me generously. Like it really has blown my mind within the last three years, the way things have started to change and, and grow for me. Wow. That's amazing. Now with those previous businesses, um, do you ever think you will go back to them or are they pretty much done with, and you're just solely focused on the single moms university? Yes. Um, yeah, they're pretty much done. I had all my paperwork transferred, so they're pretty much done. They're kind of floating out there ready for somebody else to maybe pick up one day. Um, but yeah, they're, they're totally done. I am, all of my eggs are in the basket of the single moms university and everything that I have, I put towards creating, creating, um, new services, creating new programs, um, creating free services, um, Yes, for the Single Moms University, creating products, um, e-courses, you know, that sort of thing. I there's, there's always something more that you can give. And, and I come up with creative ideas all the time that I just want to kind of, okay, you know what? Oh, this is how I can give to my mom. Oh, I can give them this, you know, like this. So, yeah, everything that I have goes into <laughs> the Single Moms University. Awesome. So in terms of parenting, I guess, um, do you think that having confidence contributes to having confident children? Like, do you think if you're confident that it rubs off on your children or do you think uh, it really doesn't affect them that much? I think that it definitely affects them. Although I will say this, um, the difference between myself and my daughters is, and I trip on this, all the time um they were born with this unshakable confidence 
and belief in themselves that I, until this day, am just amazed by. I look at them when they ask me certain questions or when they say certain things, and I'm just, like, amazed, like, girl, like, really, you know? Um, so they were they were literally born knowing who they are and what they wanted, and nobody's going to come in and, and, you know, detour them from that. Oh, my gosh, um, awesome. I was not, <laughs> right, I was not as confident at all. <laughs> when I was their age, I probably honestly did not. I started, you know, there were a lot of different moments of confidence, not no confidence, confidence, no confidence in my life growing up. And, and I probably didn't really start to stand on it firmly until I was probably 28 years old. Um, and so my daughters, they're a little bit ahead of the curve as far as I am concerned. But I do think in the moments where I was not my strongest, where I did feel defeated, I do think that had I stayed there, that my children would also be there too. I, okay. I, I wouldn't have been able to use, you know, certain languages towards them about confidence and being strong and being themselves and being, you know, um, in love with that if I weren't at a place where I was that myself. So, yeah, I definitely think that, you know, when you're not confident, when you're feeling defeated and just down on yourself, you're passing that around to the people around you. You're definitely passing it on to the people around you. And you're definitely passing it on to your children. And you're giving them permission, you know, to think that this is okay. And it's not, you know. And, and I know that we're human, but there is something that has to happen for us to say, okay, this is just, it's not okay. You know, I just, it's just not okay. I don't want to see this hurt in my children. I don't want to see this defeat in my children. I don't want them to experience it. Um, although there'll be some un, unshakable moments with them, you know, there'll be their moments and not yours that you kind of, you know, pass down to them. So I definitely think that it affects them. Yeah, I was going to say. In a good um, and a negative way. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think kids have some sense that they can um, tell when you're feeling your lowest. Um, I think right, they right. pick up on it and they feel it. Somehow, I don't yes. know, but I just think <laughs> that they have this sense. And it's so important to be mindful of that. It really is. Um, they're able to say, you know, my girls are like, you know, mom. You're okay, you know. You don't seem as happy today, or you're not laughing today, you know. Um, and just earlier today, my oldest daughter said to me, and she said, um, there was this video that my other daughter was recording, and in the video, I was laughing like uncontrollably. And my oldest daughter says to me, she says, "Mommy, that video is so funny because you don't ever hardly laugh like that. Like you're so serious all the time." And I was like, "Wow, like." You know, and I thought, you know, before that, you know, I am serious most of the time, probably 80% of the time. But now I realize even more how much, you know, it's affecting my girls, you know, and how much of that they're seeing and they're taking on, you know, how much of that is becoming a part of them. And you don't want that to become a part of them. You know, you want to give them the best chance possible. So yeah, it it's, it's them to laugh you. a little. Right, right. And so um, you have to take everything into consideration when it comes to them. And sometimes that's what helps you to grow. You know, when your children are your motivation, it sounds so cliche to say my children are my motivation, but honestly, they have to be, especially when you're feeling down on your luck and you just, you know, you're just so 
broken and bruised, you don't know which way to turn, and your only way to turn is to your children, then use that. Use that to stand on and use that to grow on and use that to come back into yourself so that you can give them, you know, what they deserve mentally, emotionally, verbally, you know, all of those things. Yes, because it's like, you know, when you're down and out and you look up and you see a little face looking back at you, <laughs> you quickly, right. like, you can't be down right. too long. You got a second, you, you, you know, but yeah, definitely, um, I, I agree with you on building your confidence, uh, affecting your kids or how you build it or whatever, it, it all affects the kids. Right, right. Now... Do you have any tips for those moms out there who may be struggling with building their confidence to start a business? They may not feel like they can do it or they're capable. They may not even know where to start, but they know that, you know, they want to start a business or they want to start a movement or just anything. How can Mm -hmm. you encourage them to, you know, just get their confidence back? So my first thing would be to check your environment because your environment is going to dictate a lot of the success that you want in your life, um, professionally and personally. And you have to make sure that you are surrounding yourself around the around the right type of people, the right type of um, information and energy and love um, and authenticity. Because if you're not, then you're going to take on those qualities and, and those qualities are going to, you know, birth right into what you're creating. And what you're creating is not going to be what you wish it could be. Um, so first, I would definitely say your environment and your environment is, you know, the, the relationship the places you go, the things you do, the things that you think, um, the things that you think about yourself, um, the things that you do that are in line with the direction that you see yourself going. Um, you want to check all of that and you want to make sure that all of it is in in conjunction with the direction that you see yourself going. Because if it's not, then everything is going to be, it's going to be bumpy. Everything is going to be off. So I would definitely say environment is first. Second, I would say to make sure that it's it's you. Make sure that it's authentically you. If you're wanting to start a business, and make sure that it's something that is coming from your heart and from your soul, um, not something that you see somebody else doing, um, not something that you've heard somebody else um, want to do. And even I would probably go as far in some cases to say not something that people think that you should be doing. You have to make sure that this is you, you know, it's it's all you and it's authentically you because if it's not, then you're not going to be able to bring that message to the people that need it. Um because you're going to be confused on it. So I would definitely say to get clear on your business idea, you know, um to 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 gain clarity. Clarity is so important. Um and and even with the other parts of your life as well, you want to make sure that you're organized in the other parts of your life. You know, as a mom, especially as a single mom, you're not always going to have everything, you know, all your ducks in a row. Some things are going to be in disarray and you have to be okay with that. You just have to kind of organize and, and find your balance, not somebody else's balance, but find your balance and find what works for you and your balance, your family. Um, so uh, discipline, 
is the third thing, discipline. There are a lot of us who say we want it. And, you know, we talk a good game and it stops there. So discipline, if you really want it, what changes do you need to make for you to, to start? What changes do you, you need to make um, within your, your home, within your lifestyle, um, within your health? In order for you to get this business going, what changes do you need to make with your money um, in order for you to get this going? Because um, even though it costs little to no money to start, it does cost something. So just to make sure that you're, you're disciplined in those areas um, so that you can get started and, and kind of get ahead of yourself in that way. Fearlessness. I would definitely say fearlessness because so many times we can start and then we can, you know, um, talk ourselves out of starting for oh, yes. whatever reason, <laughs> for whatever yes. reason, you know, something went wrong today, you know, or some comment was made or somebody else is doing it or whatever, you know, any little reason that we can latch on to we'll use to kind of, you know, just to sit still. And so fearlessness, you're going to need that. Um, you're going to need faith. So I would definitely put fearlessness and faith in the same basket because you're going to need both of those to work together in order to keep going. Belief in yourself, you know, on top of being fearless, believe in yourself. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail, you know. Um, and a lot of people don't even count failures. Like, you know, depending on, you know, um, the things that I say I may have failed in, you may have think, you know, you may not have think that was a failure. So you're going to, there are going to be moments where you're going to have lessons, you know, and you're going to have to learn that lesson or either you're going to be repeating that lesson and you're going to feel stuck. So you're going to um, have to believe in yourself and believe in the message that you want to bring forward, believe in the business that you want to start, because if you don't, nobody else will. As many times as you've heard that, if, as many times as, you, as you've read it, if you don't believe in what you're doing or in what you're wanting to do, then nobody else is going to believe in it either. And goal setting, set some goals, attainable goals, you know, realistic goals, even if they're short-term goals as in, you know, um, three months from now, six months from now, or and or long-term goals. Um, and sometimes it depends on the long-term goals versus the short-term goals. A lot of people go and they work on their long-term goals and they kind of dwindle back down and work on their short-term goal. That works for some people. But I would definitely say to set some goals. Um, without goals, without deadlines, um, tangible deadlines, let's say that, um, you're, you're, you're not going to feel as motivated. So, you know, you, you need something there that you're working towards that you are trying to accomplish and put that in place, put that in your face, you know, put it on your wall, put it on your computer, put it on your desk, put it on your phone, whatever you need to do to keep your eyes on the prize to keep going. An idea. And I'm going to say why I think that the last and the most important thing that I think that you need in order to start a business is idea. Because there, including myself, there are a lot of us who are wanting to start and we have this idea that's not really an idea. It's more of um, a feeling, you know, and, and, and it's one of those things where you feel like doing it. And then maybe the next day you don't feel like doing it. 
And so it wasn't really, it was, it was an idea, but it was also a feeling. It was something that you felt at the moment and you said, okay, you know what? I'm like, do this tomorrow. I'm going to start doing this. And then tomorrow gets here. And then that feeling is gone. So you don't want to, you know, work towards it. And tomorrow can be, you know, the next day. Tomorrow can represent the next day. Tomorrow can represent the next three months or six months. And you don't want to work into something that your heart isn't into. You don't want to work towards or put your energy. You're not going to be able to put your energy into into something that your heart um, is not into. So you want to make sure that that idea is something tangible. It's something that's going to work. It's something that's necessary and that's needed. And it's something that's going to drive you and inspire you every single day. Okay, there are, there are a lot of us in this space who um, are working for single moms and we're doing this for the benefit of single moms. But without that drive, without that love, without that heart for it, we would not be able to do it. We would not be able to show up every day. We would not be able to to coach or to to talk or to to give um, or to you know create for single moms. It just would not be there. So you want to make sure that your heart is into whatever it is that you're trying to birth. Yes, I definitely think that is one <laughs> of the most important things because um, you don't want to like start doing something that you're like, uh, I gotta do this and this and then yeah. started it. Yeah, no, right, <laughs> and awesome. it gets overwhelming. It will get overwhelming. You will get tired. You will, you know, you can experience burnout and you'll know it's something that you love and something that you really want when you can still fight and you can still work in those moments of overwhelm and those moments of discouragement and those moments of, I don't know if this is going to work, you know, but if you still push through, then you know that, you know, what you have is working. It's working. Just keep going. Yes, I'm like just getting started, you know, with this whole platform. And I was just thinking, like, how am I going to manage this? You know, but (laughs) I've been pushing through and it's been continuing to happen. So I. It has. It has. You've been doing a great job. Thank (laughs) you. I appreciate it. I was like, again, you know, I mentioned earlier on that I didn't know that there's this whole community of, you know, um, single black moms. And I was like, so amazed. It's so awesome. (laughs) That we can just, you right. know, come together and help each other out. So I really right, love right. what everyone is doing. It's amazing. Now, yeah, I do too. And and it's it's even better when you can see yourself, you know. Um, like you said, there there is a lot of there's a lot of, there's an open wide space for single moms, but a lot of it and a lot of it is due to um non black single moms who have stepped oh, out yes. and they created Yes. these communities, you know, forcing <laughs> yes. um, on moms, and it's kind of like, okay, where do I fit in? And they're trying hard to fit you in, but you don't really fit in, you know. You just, you yeah, just don't. Yeah, it's like it's something and about so, it that they don't get. It's right, right, right. You just right. can't relate to each other, you know. <laughs> you just can't relate. You can't relate, you know. Even if we share, even if we got here, you know, our stories, our backgrounds are totally different. But there's something about us in this space that we can all relate to each other in. So that helps. Yes, it definitely does. Now, my last question um, is going to be about the Single Moms University. So for those moms out there who may be, you know, interested in, um, you know, signing up for some courses or um, anything that you offer, what can they actually expect? When you are 
taking a program or a course um, with the Single Moms University, you are going to experience, first of all, you're going to develop um, confidence. That is, that's my um, foundation. That is where I built or created all of my programs. Because I'm a confidence coach, that is what I want to help you develop. Nine times out of 10, when you come here, you've pretty much read, um, consumed my information. You probably know the mission and the goal behind it. And so if you choose to work with me, you know that building or developing your confidence is the main thing. So that is the foundation um, that I built this on. Um, my my ultimate goal is to to help you to create an environment that you can thrive in, to provide you with self-improvement tools to regain your confidence, to either recreate yourself, to rebuild your lives, to rebuild the life of your family, to um, bring in new and, and creative ways to create more income, even within the one income that you do have. So to help you build profitable income streams, to help you form and maintain healthy relationships with both men and women. So the foundation for everything that we do under the Single Moms University is to develop your confidence and developing your confidence will help you to thrive in all the other areas of your uh, your journey of single motherhood. When you're taking, we have courses that um, are geared towards you developing relationships with new or fresh relationships with your child, um, developing relationships with your mother, because sometimes mothers and daughters, they don't always grow up to be, you know, best friends. So we have courses where we're, or programs where we're providing you with that um, sort of information. We also have um, programs that are helping you to rebuild relationships with the child's father to um, help you to manage money, help you to get a little more, bit more informed about money to develop confidence in yourself, to believe in yourself, to go after your goals, and to rewrite your own story. And that is the foundation that the Single Moms University stands on. Um, we also have a side of the business that uh, relates to your professional um, goals, your professional goals, um, starting a business, um, starting a side hustle, um, and also your educational goals, because there are a lot of single moms who are looking to gain knowledge or who are looking to um, take a class or take a course so that they can get a certain job. And they don't really want to go to a college or a university or a school where they're going to accumulate loans um, or to be in debt. So we provide those programs um, based on our experience so that you can get that um, certification. And you're able to obtain that job based on that customer service, computer management, keyboarding, administrative support, all of those skills. And so the name, the Single Moms University, is unique because it, it houses everything regarding the Single Moms Universe, if that makes sense. Um, our world, our space, and everything that we need in it to thrive and to be the best persons that we can be. And so I wanted to provide a little bit of all of that in under the Single Moms University. We're all um, here together, but we all need different things at different times in our lives. And so I wanted to make sure that I'm catering to every single mom, and not every single mom, but every single mom who, who may be able to utilize my services to, you know, 
develop a better life for herself and her family. That's awesome. So basically, um, they, like you said, it's the single mom's universe. So anything from like life skills to practical skills, they can find at the single mom's university, right? Right. Right. Awesome. So Terry, that's all. I know my that questions. was a lot of information. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I, I really appreciate you <laughs> taking out the time to um, talk with me tonight. I really appreciate it. So tell everybody where they can find you, where they can connect with you on social media, um, and and also your um, Single Moms University website. Okay, so you can find us on, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under the Single Moms University. Um, you can email us, info at the Single Moms University with your questions or concerns. Um, and for all related business information, you can also email us info at the single moms university.com and to visit our site to you know maybe to see about a course or a program or just pretty much to find out a little bit more about us and the people behind the single moms university visit the single moms university.com for all of your needs we are there and awesome. everything is updated weekly on the site so everything will always be there Okay, awesome. And I'll also link your website and social media handle in the show notes. That way, um, if they don't catch it, they can um, refer to the show notes and click on the link and be taken there. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else you <laughs> want to share before we go? Um. No, I think that is it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Terry. I really appreciate it. I know. This was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Terry definitely dropped a lot of gems in terms of building your confidence to start your business. So if you found this episode helpful and you learned a thing or two, definitely make sure to go and leave a review. Let us know what you thought. And don't forget to share with another single mom friend or family member. I think this can actually help anybody. You know, I I think that it's just not limited to single moms. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you are not subscribed, do so so that you never miss an episode. And to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. You can also check out the website at singleblackmotherhood.com. Until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye.